Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters. Good morning. Today is Monday morning and it's three days to Christmas. It's my pleasure to welcome you to another edition, this month edition of Inside Nigeria, reaching you on leadership television. My name is Winnie Fred, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. On set with me this morning is a public affairs analyst that will bring the papers with me. And his name is Samaya Musa. Musa, it's a pleasure to have you on the program. It's been a long while. Yeah, good morning. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. And inside Nigeria, we'll be bringing some major front page news headlines on some newspapers. And we'll be starting with leadership newspaper. In the nation's most influential and leadership. And leadership today says Electoral Act Amendment B. Political parties oppose NAS, that is National Assembly, overriding PMP President Muhammad Buhari. Electoral Act Amendment B. Political parties oppose NAS, overriding PMP. Say it's bad for its legacy. NAS will shift support for PMP, Senate President declares. We won't interfere, says PDP, as APC gives more. Electoral Act Amendment B. Political parties oppose NAS overriding President Muhammad Buhari. That is from leadership newspaper this morning. And of course, this day newspaper also has similar story with leadership newspaper. So let's see what is on this day newspaper and this says on deadline Buhari faced to reject electoral act amendment bill on deadline Buhari faced to reject electoral act amendment bill hope now is for him to sign since by law he failed to communicate rejection governors malami apc still against democratic reform of voting culture cso's express shock disappointment in President Mohammad Buhari. That's the news making the headlines on leadership newspaper and this day newspaper. So, Samana, what is your view? Uh, well, um, I never envisaged that it will take this long even for the president to actually, you know, uh, assent to this uh, electoral amendment bill. Uh, it, it's, it's, uh, it's the voice of Nigerians. You know, the National Assembly has also spoken, you know, because uh, these are representatives who are actually speaking the voice of their constituents. And I do not see any reason why uh, the president, because outside even this, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the uh, legislature, I believe the president also have uh, informants from here and there, because that's what it ought to be as a sitting president, you need to have people who want to ask what is the feel on the streets and stuff like that. People who can actually tell you the way it is. And I mean, Nigerians have spoken, so he shouldn't even, because I felt he was okay delaying because there were pressures from here and there that he shouldn't, you know, append his signature and all of that. But having heard that this is actually the way to go, that Nigerians actually want this, they want their own voice to also be heard. He should have just gone ahead and do that because this delay of fine we're only making speculations now that because he had uh, the deadline has passed and he hasn't oh. signed 
and which means he can't be rejected anymore since he hadn't yes, said anything. So, you know, communicate to the National Assembly. So, but I mean, it's needless. Even the delay itself is needless as far as I'm concerned. You know, and he should just do the needful and let the country move forward since that's the way to go. Because even the the the, the major uh, uh, issues in the new electoral amendment bill is actually either direct or indirect primaries and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, obviously, we can see now that Nigerians also want their own voice to also count even at the, during the primaries. Uh -huh. So and the president should just uh, consent to that and you know that's the way forward. You know. So that, as far as I'm concerned, uh, he should do the needful. Okay. Uh, talking about, if you can go back to the slide on leadership. The leadership yes, can we know. have leadership? Uh, uh, leadership says political parties oppose not, that is national assembly President Muhammad Buhari. In other words, uh, the political parties they are for what uh, they are supporting Buhari's cause. Yeah, well, you see, because it, it's it's greed. You understand? The left for the political parties, we all know, because uh, the leadership of those political parties are always the beneficiaries of whatever happens during the primaries. As a matter of fact, that's when they always cash in, cash out. You understand that's where their own money comes from. Mm. They decide on who gets what. You, you understand? So <laughs> they wouldn't want that. They wouldn't want a situation where they won't be able to impose a candidate. Because mm. when you have delegates, the party just pick and well, on people who they feel they can impose on and say, Oh, you, 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 you're gonna be the delegates from so so place, and this is the way to go. You understand? So this is gonna be more difficult for them if you have direct primaries. You understand? So, of course, they will want to. And why they are saying, oh, they don't want the National Assembly to override him mm. and making all sort of uh, 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 a point. I mean, bringing up all sorts of points why why they won't override him. That it's not, uh, uh, it's going to be a bad legacy for him. They are more particular about what legacy it's than the wishes. I mean, you understand, than good governance. Because when you're talking about legacy, the legacy that is just in the interest of just a few people and not in the entire interest of the populace. So it's selfishness in the long run. Earlier, you know, you know the AGF wrote uh, Manami uh, mm -hmm. wrote a letter and, and uh, it's meeting Buhari, uh, President Muhammad Buhari. Why uh, assent to the deal? And uh, his reason was that uh, it would be too cumbersome financially to convert direct primaries by either. I think he put a monogamous amount of about 500 million naira. So, uh, did, so they give, did they give the figure of how much this one is co it costs? Uh, you didn't come up with the figure. Primaries. I think said no. What about the indirect? You see, so that's the point. It's not as if that one is free. You understand? It's not as if it's free of charge. You get it? So, essentially, it's because they always believe when it is a few people who decide what they are in control. You understand? Yeah. They can easily control what and what happens and uh, even going forward they know the APC uh, uh, you know uh, uh, primaries is also around the corner you understand it's going to be most difficult for anybody to say oh this is the candidates to vote for if you have a direct primaries no, you cannot impose the, uh, president's response many of the opinion that the president is indirectly uh, throwing support behind the governors you know the governors have been the one opposing Direct primaries. Primaries, yeah. Yeah, well, it, it, that's what it seems. But whatever it is, 
whoever is a supporter of this or not a supporter of that, I think the right thing just needs to be done. Uh, whether it seems to be doing, you know, uh, in support of the governors or otherwise, if that's the direct thing, I mean, that that's the, uh, the, the wishes of the masses, the populace, let so be it because democracy is actually uh, governance of the people yeah. or the people are by the people so if the people say this is what wants, then be, yes you understand it's a game of numbers so yeah the indirect primaries already you know has uh, excluded so many people and there are so so much in that indirect primaries you see this delegate issue yeah. it's also very expensive you understand and that's where you hear oh uh, one candidate is actually giving five thousand dollars. Another one is giving two thousand dollars, and you know, and stuff like that. So that corruption aspect of it needs to be taken care of. You understand? Of course, we cannot read the system of corruption totally, but mm. let it be that this is what the people actually want, not some imposition. Mm. You see, a Godfather somewhere just impose and say, yeah, this is the way to go. Because all the 10 candidates, I mean, the 10 delegates are actually coming from his pocket. Yeah. So there's no any other voice like saying no. You know, so that for me, that's the way to go. Let, let it be in the records. Let it be in, uh, 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 in written about him that he actually signed this bill because that is what the Nigerian populace are demanding for. Yes. So thank you so much. Today being the deadline, we just sincerely hope that if President Muhammad Buhari is not assented to the bill, we are should at least right to the National, National Assembly. Assembly. Yes. And mm -hmm. well, let, let's, let's hope so. I, I believe maybe his advisors are at work, and I, I hope that they will do the needful and what will end them more respect. Thank you so much. Away from politics, we are moving over to our sister publication, National Economy. National Economy says household turn to second hand clothes, cheaper foods orders for Christmas. Households turn to second-hand clothes, cheaper foods, orders for Christmas. And Christmas is just few days away. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really funny the way things are turning out in this country. Because sometimes you just sit down, you can't even place your hand on the reason why these items are soaring by the day. What you buy it last week is not what you're going to get exactly. this week. And it's not even stopping at just uh, food items. It's now spreading to virtually almost everything you can lay your hands on. Everything you need now in Nigeria, you can't get it the same price you get it a week before. So, and now the unitide is just around the corner. Uh, you know, household turn to second-hand clothes. I mean, that's even for the ones that can afford to even buy a clothes at this time. Because when we're talking about food, we have not finished dealing with the issue of food. You understand so the ones that are even lucky to be able to afford the how uh, the second-hand clothes they are still better off nigerians in this time in this time that we're talking about they are actually also living well because the even the second-hand clothes are now something that are now the same the price of the former new ones i mean the, the, the new ones in the, just the recent past mm. you know because I know good second-hand clothes. We were having a discussion about two days ago with a friend. Good second-hand clothes for his shirts now cost from two thousand naira. You understand, you know, for for a good one. So really, and just a recent past, you can also get for children. You can still get new ones for the same amount. Just a recent past. So really, uh, it's it's sad that Nigeria is now in this. Uh, and we're even moving 
we, we because the moment you step into the new year nobody knows it might be second of january they say they will increase the fire only god knows what is going to happen after that you know but, uh, uh, the, the talking, you are talking about uh, inflation, but the National Bureau of Statistics said the inflation rate for the month of October actually uh, tripled down to 15.99% from 16.63% uh, recorded in the previous month. I, I love to but read that, however, I love to see the indices. Yes, that is on yeah. the National Economic Day. Mm -hmm. However, it's not reflecting on the price of goods in the market. You go to the market just like you pointed out, that's why that's why i say i love to read and know what are this index how do they arrive at this uh you know uh, uh you know figure they coming about that it has dropped because in reality nothing has dropped mm -hmm. so if you are saying something has dropped i love to know is it one particular item that dropped that also affected the total figure or they are saying across board inflation rates drop because i can't really I mean, I can't really understand what they're saying and it's not making any sense to me because if you say something has dropped in your office and we go to the market, it's still increasing. So <laughs> I don't know where you're getting your figures from, you know. So, but it just you just mentioned that NLC is uh, also warming, uh, morning, warming up for a strike or protest or whatever it is. As far as me, I'm concerned and a lot of Nigerians have lost confidence in the NLC. They are all the same people. You know, beds of the same feather. They already know what you are also negotiating for. As a matter of fact, the NLC leadership part time are always praying for this kind of things to always come because that's when they make their own breakthroughs. That's when their money comes from. You know, they already sit down with backdoor with the same people who are oppressing op op the masses to say, no, what will happen is that uh, we will, once you say you increase it, so, so I'm like, no, 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 increase it more so that when we fight, when we make noise, you bring it down and then we resolve. And then you know what goes to you know so really people have lost confidence in the nlc but they can do whatever they want to do or even though the cause to which they want to plan i mean the protest is planned on is actually genuine but if eventually uh, uh they are actually not there to fight for the cause of the downtrodden i mean they are, they are actually losing it in the long run so uh, whatever that needs to be done should be done properly and in having the interests of the people at heart and not because you want to make something for yourself you know but only god knows what will happen after this world will be increased with this the rate at which things are actually uh rising the cost of things are rising by the time you increase this world only god knows what's going to happen because of the multiplier effect yes no talking about christmas christmas is just about five days away and mm. uh, with the way things are the increase are rocketing there uh, uh, household uh, items. So, what are the Christmas going to do? Well, uh, one of the greatest challenge I even see with the Christmas a few days away is even the issue of uh, uh, the Omicron variant of COVID. You know, that's another challenge because when you look at the big cities where Christmas is being celebrated big time, uh, and the way we we hear about the increase in the figures of you know people who have been affected it's going to be a serious challenge and i know lagos is already putting some sanctions in place to say no there's not going to be this there's not going to be that just looking for ways to actually uh, cop the way uh, people will be interacting in crowded areas and stuff like that but coming back to what you say you know uh christmas period is a period of giving you know it's, it should be a time where people who are actually not even having 
should be able to enjoy in abundance or uh, you know get gifts either in uh, clothing materials or in food items but the challenge now for the people who want to even give is that a lot of them cannot not afford for themselves not to talk or start giving out you, you understand so you're going to see a very big drop in people you are sending gifts out because uh, the prices are now times three of what they used to be so uh. really quite a lot of people will just be like ah, well, well they also understand that the times are hard you know so uh, this is what this one in a very long time this is going to be one of the most hard christmas season in nigeria you know and the prayer is we just pray that something uh, is done fast and on time to actually uh, relieve those pains that people are going through because if at during christmas period people cannot even still afford to eat you know i'm talking about people who will celebrate it that is actually a very sad one you know and the government should do something about it and i feel maybe during period of celebrations like this in nigeria if need be or mm -hmm. if the right things will be done the, the ministry of uh what's the this ministry that this woman is heading again yeah, humanitarian and all of that should look into what they can do if maybe part of the palliatives that some of them hide somewhere can be brought out at this time and be shared to people is actually mm -hmm. a, the right you step know, the, the right here that, uh, most of the palliatives or humanitarian uh, beliefs mm -hmm. they don't actually get to that, that's why i say if the right thing will be done because uh, that, that's the challenge we're having when they start talking about uh, uh they will they will start giving nigerians five five thousand naira when they what's the success behind it because 90 percent of that money will be going into private pockets so why not you channel that money into that simple well to reduce the, the price for that do you understand so it's not making sense so quite a lot of times even when the Minister of Humanitarian Service uh, uh, is saying they want to do this, because the confidence is no longer there. Mm -hmm. So you always feel, well, it will get for sure, mm -hmm. it will get to a few individuals hand and they will do, you put that for camera purposes and that's the end of it. And, and you know, so it really it's a sad one also. It's shameful if we can, if we have, have to continue with this trend where people need some of these things the most. And I can tell you just in recent past, uh, there was a uh, fasting period, Ramadan period, where Saudi Arabia was actually sending dates, this yes. Davino, to different nations. And the one that came to Nigeria, some people hoarded them oh, and started yeah. selling them at yes. exorbitant prices. Something that ought to have been shared free of charge. It, it's really unfortunate that yeah, they, yeah. this is happening in this country. Yeah, it's very, very unfortunate. From the national economy, we are going on a break now. When we come back, we'll be looking at the last people we have in our today. Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters. Welcome back. I still remain going for the robot, and I have with me in the studio Samaya Musa. Samaya Musa is a public affairs analyst. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Now we are looking at our last paper from that menu, the punch. The Punch newspaper. COVID-19, federal government issues travel advice, Lagos vast London as infections soar. COVID-19, federal government issues travel advice, Lagos vast London as infections soar. Plain errant inbound travelers will be charged to court, commissioner vows. 
avoid non-essential international non international national travels while we study Omicron. NCDC, that is National Center for Disease Control. 845 travelers test positive in seven days. Lastly, Kano plans to vaccinate 15 million residents. That is a portfolio of stories to be on the country newspaper. Yes, yeah, and the I didn't even know the federal government issued uh, travel advice. Uh, I love to actually also read that to know what advice they're giving. But I know essentially it won't be outside of uh, the, the fact that you need to, if except if this travel is so important, you know, at this time, uh, it, it, it's, you may, there shouldn't be room for all this uh, of frivolities about ah uh, you know everybody's oh. traveling for christmas and yeah. that's you know we need to also understand that these are actually hard times we shouldn't uh, further make things harder for ourselves especially in uh, regards to this uh, omicron issue uh, so uh, let everybody if, if it's possible just stay where you are you understand because yeah. uh, already it wasn't christmas period without the all this it's the, the search is actually getting worse and by the time we enter maybe January 2nd, 3rd to 5th, you start hearing different stories and stuff like that. And, you know, I just, one of the writers says, 845 travelers test positive in seven days. I, I don't really know. Are they international travels or, you know, but I believe it has to do with that. Because it's that, those are the only people who get tested maybe on um, at the point of entry. Other than that, I mean, with domestic travel don't really do any form of testing. So. If travelers about it almost getting to a, a thousand in seven days, that's actually a, a, a source of worry. You know, it, it's a really, really a source of worry. And I, I, you know, generally, whether domestic or international, I feel this time around should just be when people will just learn to celebrate, you know, this kind of season in their own base, in their own domain, not necessarily having to travel because. Uh, Quite a lot of times, people sell their phones to even go back to their base, yeah. in, uh, you know, early January. And if we now have this kind of issues, there is the issue of everybody is crying. Things are expensive. Transportation right now has actually, uh, uh, you know, tripled. tripled and everything. And then this uh, uh, COVID issue is something that everybody should take very serious because from the way the things are going, it's not like the, the the first second job is doesn't seem to be effective as it is with uh, with, with this uh, uh, variant that is actually ongoing now so really uh, everybody should just learn to stay where they are until when we are able to actually uh, you know uh, swim uh, uh, above this this time you know so i think the right thing for us is everybody should just be prayerful and just you know celebrate christmas if you're in abuja or if abuja is your base please just learn to maybe we might even learn to start making it lively where we are mm -hmm. than going to overcrowd those our villages you know so it's just the best way to go one thing i don't really quite understand is the fact that uh, why this uh, general apathy against apathy towards uh, covid 19. we had uh, ebola mm -hmm. ebola but nigerians took ebola more seriously Serious. than the way they are doing yeah, what, what happened? What happened is that you see, the Ebola thing was the first of its kind. 
So having gone through Ebola, when COVID came, a lot of people felt it. Was that not how they make noise during Ebola? But Ebola, or I think it kills faster than than COVID. So it sends that fear. And even the COVID, when the first time they sold that general fear, nobody. In fact, I, I went to the ATM. Quite a lot of people, apart from sanitizer, people would rather use the nylon picked on the floor mm. to punch the uh, you know the the machine. But after a while, because of the conspiracy theories that started coming out, and you know, people get easily brainwashed. If somebody would just read something and say, oh, COVID is not real. So far, the source is from America or the UK. You might just be one psycho somewhere, just sat down and just put up something and say, come on, I don't believe. I mean, just like anybody can wake up and say, doesn't even believe there's any God. Everything came into existence by their own. So somebody will just feel, oh, this COVID thing is not real. And once you put it out, there are about I can tell you forty percent of people who are gonna read it will believe it without and you know, have you forgotten during the that polar period you even had a horse that people were made to many people better with a sauce. So somebody so so many people wounded themselves because of the yes. quantity of salts they were applying yes, on their body. Exactly. You know. And here comes Ebola and they are here, uh, seeing it happening uh, outside the country, the yet country. they are not moved. Yeah, you know. By the time another person came up, I think I read somewhere where when somebody said, "Oh, it affects the white people because of number one, their weather oh, yeah. and the their skin color." But here in Africa, you know, it will be very difficult for COVID to actually affect us because number one, our immune system is far far stronger than that of the white people, and then our weather here is very hot. So the COVID, uh, you know, thing cannot actually survive under this weather, you know. And you know, because there was some kind of delay uh, at the point, it wasn't really spreading. So, so that that thing made so many people to start believing that, yeah, it's true. You know, we Nigerians and this, 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 you know, and before you know, it's all over the place. So, quite a lot of people still convinced that no, they can't get, they can't have it. They don't even need any job, and you know, it's not going to affect them. Uh, talking about uh, the federal government uh, travel advice, do you think it has anything to do with the, the UK and uh, Canada and the uh, UAE uh, travel advice? You know, after they lifted the ban on uh, Nigerian travel, uh, travel travelers, yeah. they have to issue travel advice. Do you think it has any relationship to the relation to you? I haven't seen that of Nigeria, the federal government yet, mm -hmm. but I'm sure it won't be anything outside those uh, issues. It will really be far fetched from those, uh, you know, advice that you have, I mean, that these countries are also issuing. Uh, which is the right thing to do actually you know because it's just not enough to just start dishing out others you need to also educate your citizenry on the right things to do i believe uh, so many people traveling also know this but because of our nonchalant attitude you know we need to be reminded from time to time that this is what is actually necessary this is what you need to do and we, i'm sure at the airport some of this advice will be uh like a strict thing to be adhered to other than that they're going, they're going to cancel your your trip if you say oh i'm going to go on flight without face mask i'm sure they're not going to allow you to embark on that trip so there's so many so many of these advice that you find out that at the end it's not really advice then you understand it's just going to be you are either stay true to it or you are not going to have your way so uh, it's a good thing to do and it's the right uh, it's, a, it's the right step in the right direction but uh, i mean just like I mentioned earlier, the most important thing is, except if it's very, very necessary. And very necessary means 
uh, issue of life and death for people who are traveling on actually uh, health grounds to go for treatments. Outside that, if it's just for pleasure, which quite a lot of times during this period is for pleasure, it, I think it can be suspended. If you stay alive, you're going to see another year. You know, so that should be your slogan. That well, if I if we, in a very short time, this diseases are going to be wiped out and we can travel next year. So it's not like oh, if I don't travel this year, I'm going to die. You know, nobody's going to die if you, only you are adhere to this because there's no point taking unnecessary risk, especially international travels that we know that it's more prevalent in those places than we have here. So why not just stay where you are? Thank you so much. Before we go, let's go back to leadership news because let's see some other stories. Let's go back to leadership news. Yes, for leadership, let's see what the white boss says this morning. Fear of okay, fear of low profits pushes banks to adopt portfolio structure. Since banks end more to follow and then underneath the main headline this morning is bandits key 38 and cardinal communities general sura calls for special court to try terrorists yeah i have so much to say but because of our time but you see when bandits bandits issue uh, i think uh, in the northwest now what i can describe I, can't, I don't even describe what the bandits are doing. I mean, this, the bandits have already been labeled as terrorists. Yes. yes. Constitutionally, it has been taken as. So, why? I don't even see why you should be using bandits. You should be using terrorists still 38 in Kaduna communities. And it's unfortunate that in the Northwest, what is happening, what the terrorists are doing now is genocide. It's not even uh, banditry. It's genocide yes. that is going on, you know, where people are being roasted alive. And it's at the same time that we're having the son of the president being turbaned in Daura. Uh, that I feel that is very, very shameful, and that is very, very insensitive of the presidency to allow that to happen. It, at the time, in the same zone where people are being roasted alive, and the president has not deemed it necessary to go there with his entourage to go and address people, to go and you know uh, say some good, nice things to them to actually give them some reassurance, rather than going for a Topane ceremony. Even the VP was also there. That is shameful. Uh, we should learn to do the right things at the right time. Nobody is saying somebody should not be turbaned, but you see, it's not that it's not an issue of life and death that has to be attended when in the same zone people are being killed in their hundreds on daily basis. And that's when you feel, oh, this turbaned ceremony, somebody will die if we postpone it. It has to go on. It's really shameful for a young man who has never worked anywhere, who has no anything on his CV. To show to Nigerians, but rather taking the uh, you know chieftaincy titles here and there, up and down when the country is actually on fire. The, the, I think this is shameful, and I, I will must say it the way it is. You know, so I think uh, the, the other rather okay, General Asura calls for special court to try terrorists. Well, if that's the way they feel uh, it's going to happen, let them do it. But I'm sure in the constitution of Nigeria. It is enshrined what should be done to a terrorist. So if you need any special court, well, if it's going to be effective, so be it. But what the people are calling for is that let this thing stop. This madness has to stop. You understand? And mm -hmm. the presidency needs to be serious about it, about stopping it. There's nothing wrong. I'm, I will, people like us will lead a crusade 
to say let's be praying and fasting for the president if he say he's breaking down because he hasn't been able to sleep in three days because are you sleeping how can you be a president of a nation and you are sleeping every day that people are getting killed under your government on daily basis and you are getting sleep so if we hear in the news one day and say oh i think they are jetting him out because he's not been able yes he's having this insomnia and you know insomnia is because uh, as a result of lack of sleep we will all be praying we means oh really so it's concerned so I mean, we're expecting this to happen because he shouldn't be able to sleep if the whole of Nigeria is a, a constituency or are his children. You understand? The same seriousness that was shown when Yusuf Buhari had an accident on the bike should be shown to the rest of us. Because if you are the president of Nigeria, you should know that the rest of the nation is actually your, your children. You, you understand? So it, it's funny. Rather than showing much concern, we're saying what we're saying is partying all around the place. It's unfortunate, and that has to stop as well. Thank you so much, Maya. For more on these stories, you can get a leadership principle. Go to the website leadership.ng to read more on the stories today. And then that's what we're calling today on today's Inside Nigeria, reaching you from Leadership Television. My name is Winifred Dugabo, and I've had it with me. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.